I was first introduced to this uh, gentleman, I don't know, a little over a year ago. And I don't know how I don't know how I stumbled on this this video. And just like anything, you're going to YouTube University and you're trying to figure out how to create something. It's uh, you know a transparent graphic overlay for this, that, or the other. And this guy's video just kept popping up. And so I I, I hit play on the video, and the first thing I noticed was that he was in keynote. Uh, yeah, Keynote, which I thought at the time was like Apple's version of PowerPoint. And and he was actually creating graphics, transparent graphics, overlays, all video, all kinds of stuff in Keynote, which comes with your Mac for nothing. And then I really started going down the rabbit hole and I started realizing like this guy does a ton of teaching for uh, utilizing software that's free. Now, you know, don't buy Photoshop, get PhotoP. It's a free, you know, uh, software. You know, use this, use that that you already have. You don't have to invest all this money. I was like, and the other thing I noticed, Jim, was just how genuine uh, this person was. And the wonderful thing about uh, those of you who are into um, live streaming, one of the great things I love about it is you can just tell if someone is gen. You can look them in the eye when they're talking. Are they are they a real person or is this just some sort of persona that they're putting on? And it was just uh, it was just really uh, a great thing to be able to kind of follow that that guy's journey. And now uh, we get to have him on our show. So Jim, I'm just going to go ahead and introduce him because um, I know that there's a lot of people here that uh, that want to see uh, this this gentleman. So I would like to introduce to you, uh, welcome to uh, Dealcasters uh, Live, graphics guru, uh, speaker, author, brand ambassador, also known as Bradley Teaches, Mr. Bradley Vinson. Welcome to the show, sir. How's it going, Jim, guys? I know going awesome, that... Man. Going awesome, Elevated today. I'm with I'm with my dude today, man. So everything's good. Everything's good. Now you you're elevating us. Let, let's let's make that straight. I mean, I think I remember seeing you in the in the ecam fam and learning about you uh, about you there. I, I mean, it, yeah, you, you know, wow. It's like I told you the other day. I mean, Bradley's been throwing out some some fire on all the different tubes with uh, things he's doing with Canva. Um, I mean, you probably should just create your own graphic software, Bradley, and I think people would buy it. Man, from your lips to, to my brain and ears, we'll see what's going to happen with that. But it's been fun so far, though. It's been fun so far. Very true. So, uh, Bradley, let's let's get into this because, um, I, you know, for those who are, are seeing uh, this gentleman on your screen for the first time, um, you know, hold tight because after you're done, you're going to be, you're going to be Googling him. You're going to be going to YouTube and you're basically going to be camping out for a couple of weeks, absorbing all of the great information, but, but pause, pause before you go do that and hang out here because Bradley, I, I what I, what I haven't found yet is a video that kind of walks through the story of where you got here. How did we get to Bradley teaches? Because as I said in the in the introduction, it there's just something about you that feels like you're just when you fire up the camera, you don't have anything that you want to get. You feel it feels to me like you're there to give. You're there to serve. 
And so I, you know, I just, I'm so curious as to how, how we got to this point. Yeah. I, I appreciate that you see serve, man, because I, I really consider myself a servant that just happens to help people in different ways. And oddly enough, uh, I'll start at the end and then swing back a little bit. Bradley teaches is probably what I consider one of the first ever community created businesses. And uh, Bradley Teaches happened in a small part due to COVID. I just at home, not doing much. Everybody's stuck in the house and I'm hanging out at some of the live streaming forums and people were asking questions about issues they had making graphics or making overlays or making transitions. And I'm like, hey, let me try that. <laughs> now, I'm not brand new to graphics. I mean, I've been doing graphics since the 90s. I mean, I grew up with the internet as you know it. Uh, as you call it, Al Gore's internet, right? So from, <laughs> when it started in 1996, I was there building websites then. So I've been with it for a while. But part of that confinement that brought me into Bradley Teaches is, you know, I'm a speaker and teacher and trainer by trade, along with being a multimedia designer. And at the time, I was really working with the grieving community. We had gone through a tragedy in my family. And as I was trying to figure out ways to help my, my family, healed through that process, I realized that other people didn't have resources to help them heal through bad things, right? Mm. And in that moment, I became what I would consider myself a grief advocate. So I was out speaking at churches and organizations and just helping people through hard times. And when COVID happened and we all were confined to the house, I couldn't get out and touch these people. And um, I had I had ECAM on the back burner from years before. I'm, a, I'm an AppSumo junkie. And so I bought <laughs> AppSumo. I mean, I bought Ecamm Lifetime Plan when they first brought it out years ago. Yes, me too. I never really use it. Well, yeah, I was going to work every day, right? So I didn't have time to really mess with it and use it. But I'm, you know, I'm an AppSumo junkie, so I just buy everything. And uh, COVID hit and I'm stuck at the house. It's like, you know what? Let me dust off this Ecamm thing. And I dusted it off and I jumped in the group and people started asking questions. And then the next thing you know, it was like, oh, thanks, Brad, for showing us how to do that. Can I just buy that from you? I said, people want to buy this stuff? So I made a few more things, taught them a few more things. And as people asked, I kept creating. And so I stepped back a little bit and uh, I bought the domain name Bradley Teaches. And funny thing enough, uh, one of the pushbacks on the name was, well, that's kind of odd. What does Bradley teach? I'm like, well, Bradley can teach anything. <laughs> There you yeah. go. Uh, and so that's kind of been fun too, just kind of dabbling in other things other than graphics. But yeah, but that's kind of the the short, long story of what Bradley teaches is and how it became what it is today, man. It's, it's really, it was built by the community. So I know the people want what I do because they tell me what they want and I do it, right? Uh, and I just, it's built on people's questions and people's needs, people's hangups, trying to figure stuff out. And I'll jump in the lab as I call it here at my desk and, and keynote and other programs and I figure it out. Yeah, I think it's fascinating too that, you know, you you hit on something that's key and it's part of what why Chris and I do what we do is we want to help others. And I love what you said there, how they tell you what they want and you help them, right? It's not like, I'm going to tell you what I think you should do. It's like, you know, hey, let me help you figure it out. And, you know, that's that tends to, I think it seems to be working really well for you uh, and I know, I know we're excited that you're going to be joining us in 
Orlando at uh, the end of May for an actual Amazon day at uh, VidFest. Yeah, it's going to be fun, man. That's going to be fun. I'm excited about that. And then, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's just crazy, man. I mean, I, I tell people, it's like, I feel like I've lassoed a rocket because every day <laughs> I just come here and I, I check emails and it gives me something else to do for my business, right? It's like, hey, I was wondering if you could do this. It's like, well, let's see. And I, you know, I jump in and start doing stuff, man. So uh, it's, it's just fun, man. And uh, there's no stress. I mean, yeah, it's just, it's just fun, man. And I just dig what I'm doing. And whenever I can't figure out what the next thing is I should do, I just hang out in the forums and people tell me what I should do. Right. Man, I just go back to work again. Bro. God, yeah, there, there's, there's so much to unpack there. But, you know, first and foremost, it's like, you know, when, when someone, when someone wants to put together a show and there's a lot of people out here, I, I know it's Doc Rocks in the, in the chat, in it to win a Tina, uh, our, our new friend here is, is in the chat. We've got, uh, Gabe Leal in, you know, on chiming in on LinkedIn. If you're a content creator, if you're someone that's maybe starting a podcast, starting a live show, wanting to develop a business, um, I always start with in our, in my consulting business with everyone is, once you know who your audience is, you find out what their problems are. And that's exactly what you're talking about is you're going to sit down. What do people need help with? Right. And it's like if people need help with graphics and you're pretty good at graphics, well, what specifically do they need help with? That's your content. There's your show. People want to give you money to do those things. And if you're not yet <laughs> to serve people, and to make money doing it is really like it 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 sounds simple it's but for some reason Bradley for a lot of people it's not simple why do you think it's not simple for some people well i, I think uh it was funny cuz i used to go to this chiropractor that was a wellness doctor and he told me one day the same thing works for everything and if you want to lose weight eat better and exercise everybody knows that but we just don't do it Right, you don't want to be broke, spend less and save more. Everybody knows that they just don't want to do it. And so, to be successful in business, give people what they want, and don't argue with them. So, if you if you happen to be like it's it's like when I lived in Louisiana, I don't know if anybody remembers the blue dog guy, and they had he did all these paintings and it was a blue dog. So it was a blue dog drinking coffee and a blue dog sitting on a everything had a blue dog in it. And so, and people would razz on him like, oh, that's, that's cheesy. That's just a blue dog. So this other guy made a business doing paintings of a red cat. And then he blew up, right? And it's like, just give people what they want. He didn't argue with nobody. He just kept making blue dogs, right? And so, because people were buying it. And it's the same thing with graphics, right? And I tell people this all the time. I'm not anything special. It's only so many ways you can cut a hole in a rectangle. That's what an overlay is, you know? So why overcomplicate it? Okay, you want one with square edges? I'll make you one. I'm not going to sit up on this perch and say, well, that's beneath me because I have 30 years of graphic design experience. Dude, if you need a rectangle cut out of a rectangle, I'm going to make you one. Now, I prefer to show you how to make one so you can make the next one yourself. But if you want to mm. cut a rectangle out of a rectangle, I'll make you one or show you how. And I'm going to keep it moving. I'm not going to care 
Yeah. That you made yours purple and my favorite color is blue. You're much too you're much too humble, man. You're much too humble. I do I do agree with you on one point. It's like when it comes to like goods and services, right? Um, there's a lot of people that do what you do. There's a lot of people that do what I do. There's a lot of people that do what Jim does, and there's a lot of people that are watching that do what everyone's doing. Yeah. The only difference is you. The only difference between what you're selling and what that person is selling is you. Indeed. And so my voice is not for everyone. Um, all of our voices is not for everyone. But the more we're out there talking and being, the more the more people are going to not you know be into it, but exponentially higher people will be into it. And one other thing too is like, you know, Jim and I pride ourselves in, and it's mostly related to live streaming and podcasting and sort of, you know, some, some video and audio software is we always are testing stuff out. And lots of times when we're dealing with clients, they'll say, can you do this, this, and this? And right away, my mind and Jim's mind say, nope, we can't do that with this software. We can't do this with the software. But what do we say? We say yes. We say, yes, we can do it. And then we spend the time to put that thing together. We cobble this and we cobble this and we cobble this and we put it together. And it feels to me like that's how you work with graphic software because you don't necessarily, it's not just one size fits all and you don't really necessarily use the software the way that company may have intended it to be. Right. Is that, and if I have yeah. that right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, especially with Keynote and other applications. But what's fun, man, is that, you know, I have all the the guru stuff, right? And the the fancy where, you know, I got all that stuff, right? I I spend too much money every month on Adobe software. I got it all. But it's like the average person doesn't have that. So to me, that's my new challenge. How do I make something that's free look like Photoshop? How do I make something that's free look like Final Cut Pro? And it doesn't always do it all the time, but it's close enough for that end user not to have to use Final Cut Pro, right? And to me, that's my challenge. But in that, I can now get down to what the fundamentals of good design are. Because I tell people all the time, right? When you when you get intimidated by the software like like Photoshop, Illustrator, in you know InDesign, if you're doing page layout, blah blah blah, you let the software spit something back out at you because you're intimidated by the software. To me, every software package is no different than a pen, a pencil, a screwdriver, or a hammer. It's a tool. So I go into it saying, "This is what I want this thing to do. How do I make this thing do that?" And so if I can if I can give people the creative flow to say, hey, I want this to be in the top right corner and, you know, animate down to the right. How do I make Keynote do that versus, oh, let's just pick move and whatever Keynote spits out is what I'm what I'm going to take. Right. And so there's a there's a method to the madness and a I'm trying to make people be creative and do their own thing, but not let the software get in the way. Um, and so that that's the fun in it, man, because I could just. Quite frankly, I just go buy a Final Cut Pro template, make it blue for you, and export it. I can do that. But I would prefer to show you how to do that in Keynote. So maybe next month, you might want it to be green. I don't want to sell you the blue one. I want to show you how to design or sell you that design that you can make your own. Um, and so that that's 
that's the challenge that I love with it, you know, kind of pushing all that stuff to the side and getting to the core of what's good. It's, it, it's yeah, it seems like it's that whole, right? Teach a man to fish, right? And exactly. it, it seems like, and I think we see it all the time because we're in all these different groups and these different live streaming platforms. And it's like, everybody always wants the, hey, can you guys just provide this for me? And, or it's not a part of the software, but it's like, you figured it out. We figured it out. Like, look, you can do a lot of this stuff you people want if you just take a little time yeah. to learn. Yeah. And it's just, you know, it's, it's fascinating because it does. It creates some business opportunities because people are like, well, I'd rather just buy the template than figure it out myself and save whatever amount of money. But, uh, you know, you've done... Yeah, I mean, I had never thought of using Keynote and, and I haven't yet, but you definitely have me thinking about because I see the things you do with it and it's like, got a Mac, why not? Yeah, and, and it's fun, man. And when you think about that, some people just would rather buy it. At some level, it has... It hadn't made me completely... It hadn't made me pull back on doing tutorials, but sometimes it's like, okay, the work I put into creating this thing Maybe I won't do a tutorial on that, right? Maybe I'll just say, here's a product that was derived from that research. And I'm kind of moving into that more now than... Because I don't see anyone as competition, quite frankly, and that's not an arrogance thing. But no, everybody no. has their thing, right? Because even right now, my YouTube channel has 3,000 subscribers. I have more people than that in my neighborhood. Right. <laughs> and so right. for me to be as arrogant to think that because I have 3,000 followers. There's not another guy out there doing exactly what I'm doing somewhere else, right? The pie is big enough for everyone. So I want to make yeah. room for everyone, but I want people that are trying to do what I do, put in some work, mm. right? Mm -hmm. Not just, oh, let me just buy this from Brad and make it green and resell it. And so I want you like, no, put in some work. And I'm, I'm all for giving away the cheat codes. It's right. This is what I figured out work it this way, right? This is what I figured out. Skip that part. Do this, do that. The software has a hiccup here. You want to think about this and think about that. So I'm all for giving out the cheat codes, man. It doesn't bother me at all because I have my yeah. audience and whatever that's going to grow into is what it's going to grow into. But I think the way that my business was built keeps me at a level where I'm just not competitive with people because my audience is waiting for me to create something for them to buy. And that's just crazy. They're like, well, when are you coming up with something else? I can't think of nothing else. What did you want? Oh, um, I love some of these things. So I just make some of those things. And sometimes I'll just give it to them because that person that gave me the idea, why not reward them? I never would have thought of doing that unless you would have asked me. So I just give it to them, right? And then if somebody else happens to buy it, cool. Pays me for my time and I just keep it moving, you know? So uh, it just kind of keeps it going, man. And I, I, I don't stress over it. I would love for the business to be bigger at some point, and I believe it'll get there. But I'm still mm -hmm. in that, you know, give it away mode, and whatever comes in as cash is is all good. Yeah, I think it's it, yeah the eighty twenty rule, right? I mean, you still have all these people. You know, eighty percent of them are never going to like say, "Oh, I'm going to do what Bradley's doing." They're going to be those eighty percent. It's like I'm going to keep paying Bradley because there's other things I would rather do with my time than learn graphic design. I know what I want it to look like. He can do it a lot quicker than I can all those hours it would take. Because I know Chris spends a lot of time with Final Cut Pro doing video stuff. I mean, I haven't even scratched the surface on that. Uh, you've done the same thing with graphics. It's like, you know, one thing I did learn when I was in the Marines is like, 
it's better sometimes to delegate to the person that knows how to do it than try to do it all yourself. Indeed. Indeed. Well, yeah. And I think a lot of times um, what you see is, you know, there's a very popular piece of software out there. Starts with a C and ends with Anva. And, um, you know, they have, they have, it's, it's, they have some really wonderful designers and they have some really great templates. And I use it. I'm in there every day. And um, it's, it's great. But I think what happens a lot of times is people will pull up a template and they just change the words. They might even leave the colors. Um, they don't really add much of anything. They, they try to put a, their own photo in there, but it might, you know, kind of looks like they just kind of bolted it on. Um, and so there, that, there's some basic design skills that are involved there. But what happens is that you've got, because it's such a popular piece of software, you've got a lot of people that are using those templates. And you could just pop open YouTube and start scrolling through thumbnails and see exactly which ones were using it. Yeah. And so I think it's important, um, and I, I'd love for you to ex- expound on this, Bradley, is that it's important to take these things, and there's nothing wrong with starting with a template, but it's important to make these things your own for your own brand. Would you agree? Oh, yeah. I mean, exactly, man, because, you know, there's tales, right, with any software package. Um, but when you get to the point where people don't even take the time to change the colors, right? Or move that little thing that's vibrating over here, just move it to the other corner. <laughs> so, you know, you and the other 800 people don't have the thing flash on the right-hand side, right? Uh, so it's, it's those kind of things that um, I've learned to stop looking at because that, as a designer, that will, you know, irk you. But I, I tend to believe that my community or a little more savvy and want to be a little bit more creative than that, which also have them coming to me, right, to make templates and things like that. Because quite frankly, I was never a Canva person. Um, Mm -hmm. I was, you know, back in the day, I was a graphics snob, right? And I remember when when Publisher came out. Oh, Microsoft Publisher. Desktop publishing. Uh, When that first came out as a graphic designer, that was the scourge of, of you know, (laughs) Uh, of the industry. But then that has its place, right? It has a place for somebody's secretary or somebody's assistant to do an ad. There's a place for that, right? So when I matured, I was like, hey, I wouldn't be doing that because I don't have the time and I'd be too expensive. Why not do that in-house, right? So Cam was that same kind of thing. and But I'm always trying to maximize stuff. So just about a week and a half ago, I finally started using Canva but then I started making my own templates and started developing new ways to do stuff. Even, you know, instead of like the the regular Canva thumbnail template, I've created a whole new way to do it using Canva's built-in frames. But I make my own frames for Canva uh, with this new method that I created. Because, I, you know, I'm a researcher too. I'm kind of see how other people are doing stuff. It's like, that's not cool. That's not good. That's not stable. Let Bradley teaches get on it, right? So I jumped in and did that, man. So now the I, I, the doors are flying open in front of me now as, as I speak on new and cool things I'm going to be doing with that. So yeah, I was I was hoping you were going to get to that because um, I'm ready I'm ready to give you some money for that um, because you and I you and I have had some side yeah. chats um, about that because I saw that I saw that I know you've got a Facebook group I'm not sure if you posted it there or you and I and I was like what I had that like look when yeah. a dog hears a funny noise I was like wait a minute how did you yeah. what the do you know see what and and so then my mind goes like 
Well, if I had a frame like that that was customized uh, for, you know, uh, for logos, what can that do for my video? Not only my my graphics, but my videos as well. And I think a lot of people don't realize um, I use, you know, I, I do a lot of video, but a lot of what I do, I create graphics in Canva, Easel, Photoshop, Photo. I use I use all of those to kind of cobble together what I what I sort of envision yeah. for either you know our brand or for other brands that I'm 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 working with, and I think when uh, those that are they're watching and listening right now need to lean into uh, this gentleman because it's you know. If you just make that extra effort to to think about what the vision of the brand that you are um, and set yourself apart and say, uh, you know what, if this doesn't do this for me, find out how um, and take an, a little extra time because, uh, you know, you know, some people they don't love they don't love to work with with graphics, yeah. Bradley. Some they're just they're not as into it as us. Yeah, and, um, and that's yeah. OK. And, and it's fine. I mean, it's. It, Takes all kinds to make the world go around, <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> right? But what's crazy with this is that, to me, sometimes it's surprising that the software doesn't automatically do some things, right? So I'm not a programmer, so I can't get into a programmer's mind per se. Uh, but it's like if you just did this, your software could be boom, right? But sometimes they just get laser focused, but to me, that's even a plus for me, right? Because I'm just out here on the outer edge of their focus doing something with their software that they never thought they could do with it. And I'm carving my niche now, right? Especially, I mean, you know, think about like you were saying the keynote thing. Nobody's doing video graphics or keynote. They're making presentations. And so I'm not saying I'm the first person to ever do that because people were asking, how do you do it with keynote, right? So I wasn't the first guy to do it. But I think um, jumping in neck deep into it, I might have been one of those first guys, right? And so the same mm -hmm. thing now with Canva, they have great templates and things like that, but my mind was thinking, okay, well, how do I help people not just put a blue rectangle in the corner and make it green? How about if they could put a picture in there? How about if they could put a video in there? And so when I started doing these, these themes instead that are fully made out of frames, and frames is like this those that use Canva frames are like those little boxes or whatever else that you can put other stuff in, right? Versus just a shape or an element. But you could put anything in a frame, right? So now it's like, okay, so now I'll do a thumbnail layout that's not element rectangle pieces. It's instead frames. So now I can put a picture in that circle or, or a video in that circle or a color in that circle or background in that circle, whereas before, all you could put in there is make it a color, right? And so those are the things I'm thinking about now. So square video overlays that are fully frame-based, um, thumbnails that are fully frame-based, Instagram reel overlays and frames that are completely frame-based. Then you have the other little stuff, right? Oh, a pumpkin or a silhouette of a man dancing, you know, the little cheesy stuff like that. But all those things, I figured out a better way, you know, a, a better hamster wheel for that. And so um, it's been fun the last couple of days just making these things and seeing if they're going to work in Canva. And so far, so good. And I've been giving people little samples here and there, and uh, they're digging them, man. So, uh, yeah, I'm about to actually take a break next week because my family's going on vacation. But after that, 
it's it's fully into this Canva thing, and we're gonna blow the doors off this thing, man. It's gonna be nice. Yeah. Yeah, I just you know customize logos too. You know, yeah. you know, you see this this logo that's above my head here, Bradley. I mean, that would look that would look really sweet with one of those Canva uh, those Canva things. So I yeah. may have to and you can make uh, it I may have to jump in. Want, and, right? Oh yeah, we can do that, man. That's that's easy. Do well, yeah, you know, like I'm I'm gonna get the course. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump. You know, or or Gumroad or wherever yeah. wherever I need to go for that. But uh, so. Um, we're excited because um, there is going to be a uh, Amazon uh, influencer day at VidFest in Orlando on uh, May 27th. It's a Friday, and Bradley, we're excited that you are going to be speaking um, there at, at VidFest. And I know that there was a number of things, a number of topics that you had submitted um, uh, to speak on. Have you? Um, can you give us uh, some sort of kind of uh, what what you may be? Uh, I mean, is this Canva thing? Are you are you ready to unveil that, or probably be unveiled before you even yeah, yeah. You even get down well, there? So, um, what's going on at Vidfest for you? Yeah, some some different things, man. Most of them are going to be kind of how tos, hands on, working with podcasters and other video creators, like you know, making the the um, the audio file kind of thing with a little jumping audio and stuff like that. How to make that in Canva completely for free, right? How to do square video overlays or vertical video overlays. And enhancing those and working those branding, just in a general sense, right? Like, what are the five graphics that everyone needs to brand their videos to their fullest extent, right? Awesome. So just different things like that. And then just general kind of like a panelist type things, right? Like, you know, being successful on Amazon with something other than just a straight sales broadcast, right? Because um, I do art shows for my Amazon Live. So we do. Procreate an iPad and stuff like that. Or I'll do games. Uh, so things that my family and I like to do. I used to do camping. And so I'm not really stuck on a particular thing with, with Amazon Live. Yeah. But I love making videos, man. And, you know, kind of going all the way back to the grief content really quick. I tell people all mm-hmm. the time when you're in this world, the longer you wait to put something out, the longer you wait to make content, somebody could be out there suffering. Because it's content that mm. only you can provide that can meet a need for someone that you're not creating because of, you know, perfection procrastination mm. or I can't get the blue just right or, you know, I got to get another polo shirt with a look. No, just get it out there. And so if anything, it's kind of encouraging people and helping them to know that everything is beta. Get it out. You can always redo it later, but get that content out and try to make that that curve as straight as possible from um, I have some content to going live. Um, I think if anything, that that's that's one of the biggest things for me. So any of those I love topics, that. all those topics, man, I'm 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 there for it, man. I'm just there ready to hang out and and serve people and get some more content out of missing the webs, man. You see what I'm saying? Like total Jim, total genuine human being right here. I, I, man, I, I, I can, I can listen to this all day. And you know, like you talk about, you talk about, you know, obviously the graphics that you have are, you know, the some of the highest level type stuff that I've seen in terms of what you can use for, uh, for your live stream. But like. I think your mindset is similar to ours. And I, I there's this acronym that uh, Craig Rochelle uses and it's called GETMO and it stands for good enough to move on. And, you know, Bradley Vincent didn't get to this point in his graphics journey um, like that. 
I mean, it took mistakes, it took failures, and it took learning from those failures, and it took it it took another rep and another rep and another rep and another rep to get where we're at with that mindset of servitude. Man, it's just it's inspiring, man. And uh, you know, this is just uh this is just killer stuff. And and um and and hopefully this this platform, whether it's Amazon or whether it's all the other platforms that you're on, you know, I'm so glad you had your entire uh city uh, subscribe to you on YouTube, by the way. Yeah. Jim Jim and I haven't even gotten our street. So you know. It's it's been good, man. Um I have a I have a small but very committed audience, and I, I never, um, I never minimize that, man. Mm. Well, that yeah. Well, that reminds me. You know that that goes back to what Pat Flynn talks about, right? You you want those super fans. It doesn't matter if you got fifty thousand followers and they don't engage with you. I'd mm-hmm. rather have, you know, fifty that care than ten thousand that don't. And I mean. I know you definitely got. It. I mean, I know Chris and I are. You know, we're we're fanboys, right? Can we say that, Chris, on Amazon? Are we allowed it's, to say it's that? Mutual. Sure. It's mutual. Yeah. It's mutual. It's <laughs> mutual. Yeah, I love you guys, man. I mean, because I I I gravitate to people that serve, no matter what they do. If you're trying to help improve someone else's life or trying to empower somebody, because it's so funny, man. Even when I do my speaking engagements, I'll teach people how to do finances, and it's like, you know what? Everybody, raise your right hand. And I deputize the audience. And it's like, the stuff I have taught you today, you are now free and obligated to go teach somebody else. Because you're going to be touching somebody I will never see. So how dare I hold this content and say, don't use it. Don't give your friend this overlay you bought. I don't care, man. All this stuff just, you're going to be dealing with people in your life that I will never meet. And if, Mm. Just knowing that this little overlay you gave a friend that couldn't buy it, and it turned their whole world around because it was a rectangle cut out of a rectangle. How dare I say, you know, don't help your friends with that stuff? It's like that. that those things don't matter, man. It's just how you impact people's lives. So, um, and and I always lean into people that are doing similar. And so, yeah. Mm. So you guys are high on my list, man. I appreciate you guys for what you do. Yeah, man. Rectangle out of a rectangle. I think that needs to be like on your business card, right? <laughs> yeah. Do, well, do people have business cards now? But that's a whole other story. <laughs> Bradley, you talked about websites. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you still do websites or you kind of like us at some point? You're like, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, I don't really yeah, I don't really do them anymore. It depends on the project, quite frankly. Because um, I'm at that part of my my life professionally and personally where my time is very valuable. And I don't do a lot of grind kind of work anymore. And websites can be a grind. Um, and I think the person that I will be dealing with needs more than what I'm willing to put into that. Um, so yeah, so it's just more so what kind of time is it going to take? What kind of client are you going to be, right? Are you going to be like a, I got to hold your hand and you want to call me at 10 o'clock at night? I'm not built for that anymore. <laughs> right. I'm just being honest with people. So I'll, I'll turn stuff down. I mean, but you know, so-and-so has a battered women's shelter, right? And they can't find anybody. So even if I can't do it, maybe I can find them a designer or help them be educated enough when they find that person that they don't get hoodwinked or whatever else. And so I still do Mm -hmm. those kind of things, but just hands-on, I'm going to do your website for you. That's way far between right now. We've got, 
Yeah, we've got a few. Uh, I know we have a few Amazon creators um, in the chat, and I and I know we've got some people over on LinkedIn. And so I think some of it, like maybe they're creating some thumbnails or doing shoppable videos, you know, maybe some ideas there that can help them uh, do something impactful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and even if it's not um, showing you how to make a graphic, not that I'm avoiding showing you how to make a graphic, yeah, yeah. but just kind of ecstatic things that you can do for sure. Um, the A number one thing you can do right off the bat is do some kind of simple branding for yourself. Uh, whether it's an icon or a word or something that's always on the screen to identify yourself. Always. And because I do a lot of tutorial videos right now, yeah, I don't put a lot of graphics on my screen right now other than what I call my Bradley bubble that pops up when I'm doing my tutorials. But as you see here behind me, I have permanent mm -hmm. branding, right? Uh, that's back there mounted on my wall. And you can't clip out any five-second portion of my video and not see my branding. So you have to be at that level with your branding, and it can be simple. Don't take all day on it. The two easiest colors to use are black and white. Those are the two most high-contrast mm -hmm. colors you can use, period. So you have a dark background, use white. Got a light background, use black. And just put something on the screen, a little icon, your web address, whatever else. Use sans serif fonts, which means no feet. Uh -huh. Sans, no serif feet. So don't use Times New, New Roman. Don't use Palatino. Use Helvetica, uh -huh. use Futura, stuff like that. Because right now, you go to any social media page. If you're on Amazon right now, if you're on LinkedIn, I don't, it don't matter where you are right now. Look at the fonts that that site uses. No feet, sans serif, no feet. And there's a reason for that. Number one, you're not reading a page in a magazine. You're on screen. And because of the light and how it fluctuates, it's harder to read serif-based fonts. And everybody else has figured that out for all these social media sites and video sites. We need to figure it out as a people putting stuff on the screen, right? Um, yeah. So stuff like that, right? So that little simple kind of branding thing. A lot of people talk about lower thirds and can you make a lower third graphic? So I'll tell you this. A lower third graphic is not the title of that graphic. Lower third is a space on the screen. It's the lower third portion of the screen. So that's a misnomer that a lot of people have. So you could put anything down there. As you see right now, it's almost in the lower eighth of the screen. But it's that tier, right? That's the right. lower third. Uh, my name and title right now is a lower third. It's just in that area of the screen. Bold colors, simple fonts, icon, good to go. So if anything, I would tell anybody trying to make any kind of stuff, simple, straightforward, um, one, one color, maybe two colors at the most, bold, bottom right-hand corner, keep it moving. Um, call to actions for your audience. Um, have things in that lower third like they have here. Stuff that you don't want to have to keep saying over and over and over, put in the lower third. Call attention to it, then keep moving. <laughs> and then people will read it, you know, your stuff like that, right? So it's all those kind of things, right? And, and I tell, no matter what kind of graphics you make, and I'm a graphics guy, Mm -hmm. The graphics are never the most important thing on that screen. You are. Mm -hmm. 
Your graphics uh, are only there to enhance your message. So a lot of people it. get stuck on the graphics and forget about this part. This is what all the yeah. action is. My eyes and mouth. <laughs> so work that and let the graphics enhance what you're saying. Um, I'd rather somebody have a, have a blank screen with just them on it versus mm-hmm. have a bunch of graphics that are meaningless, right? So right. that's the thing. Uh, content first, let the graphics enhance your content and everything will work itself out. Well, what? I mean, that's some great, no, that's some great advice. Maybe what oh, we could talk money. about is uh, what are some of the tools? Cause I know we have some in the carousel mm-hmm. that you use. Maybe, maybe we could talk about that since we, you know, maybe weren't, I mean, I know you could adjust, but let, yeah. let's talk about some of those tools that you like to use that have helped you, you know, cause Chris is the same way. Chris, Chris got all kinds of crazy tools he yeah. started using. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that you find right now, as far as Amazon is concerned, uh, one of the tech tools, one of my favorites, you know, outside of the iPad, obviously, and the Apple Pencil, which are the main tools of my Procreate classes, one of the add-ons, and I, let me go to my overhead cam here because I think I have it. And no, actually, my overhead cam is one of my tech tools. <laughs> but <laughs> this little device right here, which is my... I can't pronounce that, so don't ask me. Um, <laughs> turn it off, my bad. I gotta have my little bu- bubble on. But that's actually that's, all right. that's actually my, my, my Bradley bubble, right? So that's that's the most built-in keynote. Yeah, I made that a keynote. Look at that. Yeah. It's, all right. That. So so yeah. So what type of file is that? And that's an eCam. Um, well, actually, the graphic is a movie file with a transparent background. I exported Got as it. a video out of out of uh, out of keynote. So I made it I on a keynote, okay. animated a keynote, exported out with a transparent background, then added to eCam. So this is really my basic overhead shot that I use, right? But um, this is actually yeah, a Procreate keyboard that I use, and it has really good shortcuts on it. Now, I like to give the positives and negatives to everything that I use because I'm an interface guy. I like about 95% of the buttons. Some of the buttons, I wish they would have been something else. Um, but I really like how they have it set up. It would be great if at some point they actually have software to go with this so you can reprogram some of the buttons. But it is definitely a easy tool to use. And I usually have it next to my iPad. So I'm working on my pencil here. Then I'll click on, you know, the wrench or the zoom in and out. And so it's a really good kind of keyboard tool. Some people put it like this with their iPad here and they kind of work it this way. But I love it. So, is it programmable, just no, like a loop deck or no, something? No, it's not programmable at all. All, all the okay. functions are built in, and the little symbols here are what they are, right? So that's the color wheel, undo, redo, paintbrush, eraser. So that's physically what that is for Procreate. It. So it's the iPad uh-huh. keyboard specifically to be used with Procreate. Um, so you know, you have your you know your white balance and stuff like that. I would have rather this had been the the move tool. Versus the, you know, the stuff inside of that um, control panel. But it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it for the shortcuts and I'm using it more and more now with my art classes. And actually the camera that you're looking at this thing with um, is my new Sony that I'm using. So I love that. Um, oh. uh, the ZV-1. Um, so, and it's actually attached to an old mic arm, right? And so you... Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I make stuff work, man. It's like, just like I use software for its non-intended purpose. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, until you until you get like I got, which is an old uh, Ulanzi, which I have in the carousel, which is a, a nice little thing for your overhead. But you're using ZV1. This is how good your your main camera is. Yep. You're using your ZV1 <laughs> as your overhead. That's my my ZV1 is my main camera. Yeah, so slow, yeah, yeah. thanks thanks for giving me gas right now. Get well, he, he just gave me syndrome. he just gave me a gift idea because both my daughter and my brother are learning Procreate. Yeah. So now I'm thinking, well, I'm going to go get him that little... Right. Yeah, this, this Jim, I know a place where you can get it. Yeah. Right? I know the perfect spot where you can pick one of those up. Yeah. That's and, right. Uh, and, but my main camera that I'm looking at right here is actually a Lumix G7. Um, wow. So that is my main camera. And I used to use something else as my overhead. I won't, but I won't poo-poo products. So I used to use something else. <laughs> oh, But it was, it's what I would call foot focus, right? So I never could get the thing right. And I... And I also okay. teach people how to do Bible journaling and I paint on my canvas. And without the autofocus, I would just have to readjust the arm up and down. Uh, but with the ZV1, wherever I'm at is in focus. And so that's why I switched yep. that camera. And uh, I'm repurposing that other camera. Uh, actually, my grandson will be using that for making his YouTube videos. And so, nice. uh, yeah, so it's, it's not all the way out. Yeah, but, uh, but I had to move it from this setup. Uh, what battery do I don't use? Yeah, quite, I don't use. Oh, I'm actually starting to read comments. I'm my bad. No, 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 no go good. ahead. I, I, I was about to ask batteries anyway. at all. Um, I am a hot wire plug everything in kind of guy. So I'm actually using a dummy battery. It's a aftermarket for the ZV1. Oh, one thing I wanted to let people know about the ZV1 because I, I, I give the pros and cons. You cannot close the battery door. If you use a dummy battery, uh, but I was also able to find a bracket that gave me a different connection point at the bottom of my ZV1. So now the, the door can actually be flapped open like it's flapping open right now. And it doesn't, it still allows me to connect my, uh, my mic arm and all that kind of stuff. And it doesn't squeeze the wire. So yeah. And I can actually look that up in my, I forgot I might even be mentioning that. I could probably look it up in my past purchases and let you know what is the device the, is. Uh, is, it, is it by you, Rig? I think um, so. It's, it's the R054. Yeah. I see a serial number on it, but I can't think of who makes it. But I could probably look it up real quick. Now, now, Bradley, with the uh, with the Panasonic, do you have that plugged into a, a cam link, or you have it done some other way? My Lumix. Yes. Yeah, uh, the Lumix is through a cam link that I'm running into pluggable. I have a pluggable uh, multi-tap. My ZV-1 is hot-wired directly into my iMac from okay. uh, USB to USB-C. Right. So, um, so that's how I'm using that one. So you're, not, you're not using a, 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 um, a docking station that's straight into the computer. Well, into the one pluggable of the... is a docking station. Oh, I got yeah. you. Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'm using a display link and it has those uh, connections on it. But mm -hmm. my, my uh, Sony is directly into my Mac. So one is in a dock, one is not. Very cool. Yeah, I've got a shot here of the, uh, the ZV-1 with the dummy battery. Uh, you know, you see how you have to get this bracket. This is uh, by U-Rig that fits a ZV-1. And then you get... Uh, yeah, that's, and, that's the exact uh, one I have. That's it. Yep. And then the dummy battery um, goes in there. And the reason why... Um, for, for those that are, uh, it's just, uh, it's one of the things that the ZV-1, which is available, the E10 is not, um, unfortunately, um, 
is that uh, that's one of the things that they changed when they came out with the E10. But I mean, a dummy battery is relatively inexpensive and you could just plug it in and you don't want to run down your battery and have it, you know, I'm, I'm like you, Brandley. It's like, I don't want to, like, you never know when the live stream is going to go down because a battery goes out or a podcast or whatever that you're doing. You, you want to be in control of, of that as much as you have power. And I guess you can even do that, right? Do you do like a backup generator or anything in your house? Nah, I don't do that. I use power strips that have uh, surge protectors on them. But yeah, yeah. To me, man, if the power goes out, I'm not meant to be online that day. It's like I'm not, I'm not stressing, it, man. Uh, yeah, so, yeah I, I keep it simple, man. Because right now, I, my my power strip is at the end of my foot right here, right. So I have all my camera gear on one power strip. Then I have. Mm. My computer and stuff on an out on another pouch. Mm-hmm. So my computer, I run all day long, no matter what. But when I decide to go live, I just click this switch on. Camera comes on, road comes on, ZV1 comes on. I know that's my my live power. And when I get done, I flip it off. My ring light goes off. Cameras go off, and you know my uh, my field monitor goes off, and I'm back yeah. just working at my computer. And so I try to. Are you saying you're not gonna you're not gonna control anything with voice activation no. uh, with that uh, uh, the woman that starts with A? We're no. you know we're here on Amazon. No, I'm, I'm, I'm simple, man. It's like I, I don't do much. I don't do a bunch of wireless stuff. I want everything plugged in if I can. Um, what? Yeah. What about your sound? What? Uh, what's your sound setup? How do you? Uh, yeah, what, uh, I'm using a Rodecaster yeah. Pro, and I'm using the Shure uh-huh. SM7B. Because one thing I learned, even though I'm a visual guy and I'm doing a bunch of graphics. If you don't sound good, people ain't gonna sit there and watch it. Okay, how, how good your right. your video is. Amen. And so I, um, Amen. That, and that was where I was lacking, quite frankly, when I first started, because this wasn't my intent, right? I had the little blue mm-hmm. snowball, then I had the podcaster mic, then it sounded like I was inside of a tin can, and uh, and one, you know, somebody that's a very good friend of mine, he said, "Hey, man, I love your videos." He said, "But sound is where you need to be working on next." And I took it to heart. I didn't mm. take account to it. I was like, you know what? If I was sounding better, I could probably really then be, you know, eight out of 10, right? If I was sounding better. Yeah. And so I, I, yeah. when I lock that sound in, man, I'm, I'm good to go now. So that's awesome. Now, do you, I think it's do the absolute the, most important yeah. thing is, is sound, without a doubt. When you switch Clutching. those cameras, you use a stream deck? No. I have a stream not. deck. I program for the stream deck. I make graphics for the stream deck. But my stream deck is basically a paperweight right now. Um, I even have the screensaver, the custom Bradley Teaches logo screensaver on my stream deck, and I don't use it. Um, but I'm getting better. I plan on kind of getting back into it. But I, you know, I have I use my my regular keyboard because I only really have three or four scenes. Because like I said, right. I, I'm teaching, so it's right. me on screen, me with a shared screen of Keynote, or mm-hmm. me. And overhead. That's kind of my three looks in general. And sometimes I'll combine the overhead shot with the screen share shot. Right. But I have those, what is that, four scenes maybe? Yeah. So it's not that big a deal for you to just click the switch, right? Yeah. That makes sense. And um, and I set up everything beforehand. Now, if it, if it's anything, I'm a over, you know, set up or whatever you want to call that person, right? I get everything set up, make all my graphics two days ahead. Run through the do a dry run of the show in my head before I do it. Even when I do recorded tutorials, I do dry run tutorials before I record my tutorial. 
Um, and so that's wow. smart. Though. Yes, that's I, smart. I just prepare like that, and then when when the show is on, I've already done it three times in my head. So the show is going to be smooth, right? So if wow. Procreate breaks or I click the wrong button, typically the audience never knows because it's like, oh, I meant to do that, and I'll just click it anyway and be like, oh yeah, I, my bad. Let's go with this one. So it's like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, every show is a live show, man. I, I used to do uh, do church image magnification. That's what they used to call it, right? Because basically you're blowing up the picture on the screen. So you're magnifying the picture. That's where image magnification mm-hmm. came from. So I was part of the image magnification ministry and every church service is a live show. And anything can happen, right? right? Slides break, microphones go off, a light bulb pops during the sermon. Just keep it moving, man. And so uh, right. I kind of bring that same mentality into this. If something breaks, it just broke. See y'all tomorrow. I'll jump back online later. Y'all have a good night. It's the same work tonight. <laughs> my, wife said, yeah. my wife forgot I'm doing a video tonight and she says I got it. I'm supposed to take her out to dinner. All right, y'all. I'll, uh, maybe I'll jump back on at 10 o'clock when my wife says I can get back on. But, <laughs> but if not, we're done for the night. Maybe I'll see y'all tomorrow. I mean, Priorities, Yeah, man. life goes on, man. It's, you know, in the bigger scheme of things, this, this is just a little... This is one hour out of my day live video, man. And uh, kind of keep it moving, have fun, man. And don't take. It. And that's what's so great about this, man, not to keep being circular about it, is that oh. Bradley teaches is a very low-stress part of my life. And, I, you know, oh. I'm, a, I'm a volunteer chaplain with the fire and police departments here. So I see people at the worst moments of their life, typically. Mm. I do. I work in the grieving community, so you know what that entails. And so that's heavy stuff. But when I can do Bradley teaches, man, it's all light. I mean, it's like no stress. I'm chilling out with some friends and hanging out and make some folks laugh and have a good time. And it, it's just a good kind of freeing time, man. So how dare I let Bradley teaches stress me out when it's just graphics <laughs> and I'm doing yeah. other serious stuff in my life that's, you know, yeah. Now, Bradley, God, going yeah. to that, do you actually like have a, like a set of, a show that you do on a routine basis that people wanted to like, you know, tune in or, uh, or is it something that's more, yeah, kind of depends. You mean with the Bradley teachers thing? Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. The, I'm usually pre-recorded tutorials. And so I okay. try to upload a new tutorial every week to the Bradley teachers YouTube channel here on Amazon. I do a procreate for right now. I'm doing tr- traditional art. I'll be adding that in a couple of months. But right now I'm doing Procreate art classes on Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Central. Um, and so, yeah, so we're doing different things with Procreate, man. We did graffiti art one night. And then we did um, kind of what I call the event maps, like our first kiss, our favorite restaurant. You know those little maps? They got a little right. on it. Oh, yeah. So I'll show people how to do those a couple of weeks ago. And last week, I forgot what we did last week. But tomorrow, we're going to be doing kind of cut paper designs. Oh, yeah. Last week, we did mandalas, right? And so we're just doing like different cool stuff for Procreate for non-artists, non-designers. I want everybody to have fun with it, right? And if you are a full, legitimate artist, you can still have some fun with that too. But that's not, I'm not trying to show people how to do the right shape of an eyeball and, you know, <laughs> you know put texture on a peach. I'm not, whatever. You know, look, let's make a cool map about your favorite restaurant, you know? And so we're just kind of having a good time and letting people not have their iPad be a paperweight, right? 
have, you know, do some cool stuff with it. So I'm doing those on Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. here on Amazon. And um, I'm going to start doing traditional art in a couple of months with, you know, watercolors. And I do Bible journaling, showing people how to kind of dive into scripture and do art around their Bible. So all kinds of just cool, crafty, creative stuff like that. And so, yeah, that's gonna, that's, that is a weekly show now uh, that I do on Amazon. So, yeah, I, I sell some stuff, but it's mostly helping people be creative, you know, and helping to buy some stuff. That's cool, too. So, And so where, where, does, where does Bradley hang out on, when you're online? I mean, other than like when you do your YouTube Wow. Um, probably in Ecamm group. Uh, just kind of general live streamers groups because there's a lot of live streaming software companies and I'm kind of mm-hmm. in all of their groups, kind of just doing yep. stuff. Uh, I'm kind of starting to hang out in the Canva groups now. I go to Clubhouse every now and then with another good friend of ours, Monty Weaver. Yeah. Yeah. So whenever he jumps into, uh, into Clubhouse, I jump in with him. We talk about branding and graphics and stuff like that. And yeah, man, I'm just kind of, I don't really hang out on social media without a purpose. Right. Um, so yeah, but, uh, you know, I, I, I jump in and I do some of my grief work on, on, uh, not LinkedIn, but on Instagram, I do, mm-hmm. uh, grief related reels on there, those short videos. So yeah, I'm not really a social media just for social media's sake right. kind of person. Yeah. But if I'm in a mm-hmm. group, it's more so a group of people that are doing something and I try right. to hand my input where I can. So whatever that group is. Awesome. Well, we've shared, uh, it. the shop page for Bradley here in the chat and Amazon. And also over on LinkedIn, I put it in there as well because you definitely want to follow that if you're wanting to learn Procreate. Here's a great way to just start to get into it. Uh, so I think I think that's awesome as well. So yeah, this this is and it's funny you mentioned Monty because Chris and I just happen to be having a conversation at 7 p.m. tonight. I think on Monty's YouTube channel. Is that right, Chris? That is correct, Jim. That is correct. Uh, this is uh, this will be show number four for me today. Um, <laughs> and I plan on being so, there, razzing you guys from Austin. Uh, okay. Well, we <laughs> we expect you to. And and so, Bradley, this has been this has been awesome. Thank you so much for. And we knew that you would be here, and we knew that you would give, and uh, you just exceeded even those expectations. And uh, yeah, I mean, Miss Eileen's here saying, Bradley, you're a godsend to many. And I couldn't uh, agree any more than what she has. Yeah, she she has to say. Just, you know, just to touch on the perspective uh, angle that you you talked about earlier, I think that's important for us because a lot of times you get caught up in your own in your own self sometime and you know you're you're trying to get you know your shoppable videos together and your thumbnails and oh I got to get my courses together and all the stuff but like when you're dealing with stuff that's heavy you know or you you get that perspective from someone like yourself Bradley it can you know my wife um is a nurse and uh for a while she worked at the children's hospital in the emergency room and I would have just a terrible day. This is when I was working at my former job at Sony. I would have just a terrible day. And I would come home and she would just say, well, I had a baby die in my arms today. And that that washes everything down with perspective. It's like, listen, this is fun. We get to do this. We get to like jump on Amazon and give uh, and help people. Let's not, we're not, you know, this isn't uh, saving lives necessarily. Um, so. You know, we hope it would somehow in some way, shape or form. I mean, you know, but 
let's try to let's try to lighten it up a little bit and have some fun with it. And I, I appreciate your perspective, sir. And I appreciate you you being on board here. Yeah. Hey, hey Chris. Yeah. And you and you just brought up something. And before before I forget, because I think um, there's several people that may be watching this show for the first time or watched it before, but a member of our community, Professor Torado. Uh, recently passed away. We we didn't know until just last week, and he was a great guy. I know he brought a lot of light to people with his show, and I just want to say, you know, uh, wishing his family, uh, you know, peace in this difficult time. And uh, we're we're sad uh, sad that he's no longer with us. Yeah, that that think, um, I, I say a lot of people have never seen me from the chest down. <laughs> that have that have become important in my life, right? And I I think there's for us to have built the community that we have built in the virtual world it shows that good things can happen on the interwebs, right? It shows that it's not all about eating soap and jumping off of buildings and you know doing crazy things. It's like you can build real community here. And when one of us is lost, we feel it and we care. And it's like, mm-hmm. how's his family doing? You know, how are people that did videos, how are they doing? And you actually care. Mm-hmm. Um, that goes a long way to humanity, right? Showing who we really mm-hmm. are beyond all this stuff. You know, because that's, that's what's going to last, man. What you do for people and uh, how you cared about people. That's what's going to last. So, uh, yeah, you know, and if we could throw in some graphics and a couple of monitors and some gadgets along the way that people like, that's cool too, you know, but we, we all, we all have the real perspective of what the stuff is. That's right. That's great. I can't think of a better way to end it. Thank you. Uh, we appreciate you joining. I hope you have been fed like we have today from, uh, Mr. Bradley Vincent. Bradley, thank you again so much. Thank you so much. Thank y'all, brother. To everyone, as always, do not... Do not, don't fear the gear. Thanks for listening to Dealcasters. Congratulations, you've taken another step forward in your content creation journey. Please don't forget to hit the subscribe or follow button here in your favorite podcast player so you can be reminded every time we drop an episode. We love hearing from our listeners and viewers. And if you're wanting to watch our shows live on Amazon, feel free to follow Dealcasters Live as well at dealcasters.live. Follow us on Twitter or subscribe to our YouTube channel where we also included added content that you cannot find anywhere else. If you have questions about this episode or have something you want us to review, you can also email us at dealcasters at dealcasters.live. Thanks again for listening and you know the deal. Don't fear the gear.